Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Wednesday, May 31st. Can you believe that we have already made it through May? Back on this date in 1990, and it's hard to believe it was that long ago, a new sitcom made its debut on NBC. It was originally known as the Seinfeld Chronicles, but its name was, of course, shortened to just Seinfeld. And on this date in 2009, the world lost a 97-year-old woman named Milvina Dean. She was the last living survivor of one of the worst disasters of the 20th century. Can you guess which disaster we're talking about? I'll tell you in just a few minutes. But first, we're going to check in with the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center to see what Mother Nature has in store for your Wednesday forecast. Hey, good morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovine here as we start out our Wednesday. A mix of stars and clouds early this morning and then sunshine, partly to mostly cloudy for the day ahead. Starting out with temperatures in the 60s, going through the 70s into the low 80s this afternoon. Isolated shower and thunderstorm can't be ruled out, but a lot of you are going to stay dry. Rain chance today 20% or less, and we're going to keep those low chances for rain all the way through the weekend. None of those days guaranteed Guaranteed to be completely dry, but just isolated showers and storms ahead. 84 on Thursday will be at 83 on Friday for the weekend. Highs in the low to mid 80s inland with 70s at the beaches. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast. Powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. Right now, the Beaufort County Sheriff's Office needs your help finding a missing 40-year-old man. They say John Salter was last seen in the Braze Island area in, of Sheldon last night. Deputies say Salter may be driving a gray 2019 Toyota T Tacoma with black rims and a South Carolina plate UCX119. Anyone with information on where he might be should call Beaufort County Dispatch. That number is 843-524-2777. After a deadly fire last year, lawyers have just filed a wrongful death lawsuit in Dorchester County describing the Somerville Station Apartments as a tinderbox. Frenny Hazar and her teenage son, Drew Chokshi, died in that apartment fire last September. 911 recordings obtained by Live 5 revealed Chokshi could not open his window to escape the fire. According to court documents, it was standard practice for maintenance at the complex to paint over windows and even drill windows shut. The lawsuit also states people in the same building had to kick open a different window after one was screwed shut. Chokshi's family is looking to start a foundation in his name to address antiquated fire codes in the state. We've reached out to the defendants in the lawsuit, but have not heard back. The Columbia gas station owner accused of shooting and killing a 14-year-old uh, will remain behind bars. Rick Chow made his first court appearance yesterday. The magistrate judge did not set a bond for Chow's murder, but or murder charge, but it will be set at a later date by a circuit court judge. According to the Richland County Sheriff's Department, the shooting happened Sunday night around 8 p.m. in Columbia. Uh, they say Chow suspected Carmack Belton was shoplifting, chased him, and then shot the teen as he was running away from the store. Chow's son told him that Carmack Belton was armed. Deputies say they did recover a gun that they believe to have belonged to the teen, but deputies say there's no evidence Carmack Belton was shoplifting or that he threatened Chow with a gun. Meanwhile, Representative Jim Clyburn has released a statement after Chow's court appearance. He says Carmack Belton's family should have been celebrating his recent eighth grade graduation. Instead, they're mourning this unimaginable loss. 
Clyburn says his prayers are with the family and the entire community during this devastating time. Clyburn went on to say this tragedy should never have happened. The criminalization of black men and boys and the historic trend of painting them as aggressors have time and again led to deadly and heartbreaking circumstances. He says uh, Cyrus Carmack Belton has since been declared innocent, but his supposed crime of shoplifting a bottle of water should not have cost him his life. I pray justice is swift. Alec Murdoch will be back in court in a courtroom today for the first time since being indicted on 22 federal charges. A federal grand jury indicted Murdoch on those charges last week. They range from fraud to money laundering. The indictment alleges in Murdoch's time as an attorney, he came up with three schemes to take the money and property of his clients. Murdoch is currently serving two life sentences for the murders of his wife and son. If convicted on these federal financial charges, he could add 480 more years onto his current sentence and face fines of up to $13 million. This will also be his first appearance in court since being convicted of those murders earlier this year. Teachers are making their concerns known after the Charleston County School Board voted to delay next year's budget in favor of continuing this year's budget. Nick Reagan is following the story this morning. So, Nick, what's the difference between these proposals and what are the ramifications? Yeah, good morning, Katie. This is the first time, at least in recent memory, that the board has voted to continue an older budget instead of adopting a new one. Now, what that means is that spending will basically be frozen at last year's levels, all while inflation continues to make everything more expensive. Now, the board was fairly united in this decision, wanting more detail about the uh, district's various accounts and time to consider all of the new proposals. Now, they could still approve a new budget. Budget, the, uh, the proposed budget, rather, that comes with a tax increase and a dip into the district savings account. But time is running out, which is why the board wants to continue the current budget until they get all of their questions answered. Now, the problem with the uh, proposed budget, is, well, rather, the problem is that in the proposed budget, uh, teachers were supposed to uh, receive salary increases to increase the base starting salary to more than $50,000 the current budget or last year's budget that the board is expecting to extend into next year would simply give teachers a $5,000 bonus, which sounds nice, but about a third of that would be taken out in taxes. Now, Jody Stallings, he's a teacher and a member of the Charleston Teacher Alliance. He says that teachers have been working with administration all year to get teacher salaries raised to a livable wage, and those raises, they are highly anticipated. It would be a disaster if it ends up that we don't get this raise because I think there's the expectation of it. Um, and if that takes place, I think you're looking at maybe an Armageddon situation in terms of being unable to fill the empty classrooms because teachers are just going to walk away. Now, guys, there is still hope that the board can get a budget approved by the end of the month. However, the timeline is fairly convoluted. We'll just have to wait and see what happens over the next uh, couple of weeks. Reporting in downtown Charleston, Nick Reagan, Live 5 News. Thanks, Nick. Well, after some recent shakeup with the candidates, the Charleston County School Board has decided on the next superintendent of the school district. Yesterday, the board chose to go with Dr. Eric Gallion in a 6-2 to two vote. Gallion is a superintendent in Wisconsin and visited the school district last week to speak with teachers and answer any questions the community had. He was one of three finalists for the position and became the sole candidate 
when the other two withdrew from consideration after their names were leaked in a Facebook group just a day before the announcement. The school board says pending negotiations, they plan for Galleon to start over the summer. Well, we expect to see them in ponds and marshes, but they're also frequently spotted in neighborhoods and even along busy roads. We're talking about alligators. Now, state leaders, environmentalists, and hunters are working together to keep gators off the streets and in nature. Our Molly McBride tells us one way the state's trying to keep the alligator population under control. Some say hunting the animals is an effective way to keep alligators out of populated areas. But not everyone can hunt them. You have to be selected from a permit lottery, which opens tomorrow here in the Palmetto State. And people from across the country will throw their name in the hat for a chance to hunt gators here. The state's alligator coordinator, Jay Butfolosky, says he's expecting more than 8,000 applicants. But the state will only hand out 1,000 alligator hunting permits. Provide as much opportunities we can, but not so much that it that it starts to severely impact the population. But Filoski says the number of 1,000 is based on the estimated alligator population in the state and the harvest trends over time. However, he says the majority of hunters who get a permit won't be successful. The lottery opens June 1st and runs until July 15th. Reporting in West Ashley, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. At the top of the show, I mentioned that on this date 14 years ago, Melvina Dean died at age 97. She was the last living survivor of one of the 20th century's worst disasters. That disaster was the sinking of the Titanic in 1912. At just two months old, she was the youngest passenger on the ship when it struck the iceberg that ended up sinking it. Celebrating birthdays this Wednesday, actor-director Clint Eastwood is 93. Actress Sharon Gless from Cagney and Lacey is 80. Comedian Chris Elliott is 63. And actress Brooke Shields is 58. Thank you again for joining us for Morning Y'all from Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I hope you have a great Wednesday. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news.